Hey everybody, thanks for listening. I just wanted to let you guys know we got a special game we're playing with this episode. It's called Guess When Chad is Sleeping. So if you can pinpoint the moment in this episode when Chad fell asleep and tweet that time to me at DKJ Comedy, you'll win a prize. Alright, enjoy the episode. And welcome to the What's Up With That Bro podcast. Welcome. What's up with that, bro? Uh, I don't know what's up with that, bro. Also, I'm Chad. I'm AJ. And I'm David. And we're watching Lost, one episode at a time, from the end to the beginning. You know, like normal people do. I haven't watched any of them except for the last two that I watched. We're on the third from the last episode, right? Yes. So this is all brand new to me. So Chad hasn't seen it. David and I have. So tonight we're going to be covering season six, episode 15. Yes. Uh, entitled... Across the Sea. The episode that is all about Jacob and his unnamed brother. I would have rather that it was about the Weezer song, Across the Sea. Or that what, Sinatra song? Is that Sinatra? Bobby Darren. Bobby, Bobby Darren. Yeah. But yeah, brother has no name. And that bothers me. <laughs> the entire episode... I I wanted to know what his name was. I called it from the beginning Mm. that he was the smoke monster. Spoilers, by the way. (laughs) If uh, you are, I don't know, you haven't watched the show and you're listening to a podcast about someone watching the show backwards. Then you're having a very fun time. (laughs) You're like Chad. Chad's your surrogate. Yeah. Confused. Kind of angry. So we've seen the smoke monster. Now we're seeing a whole different time period in this show, right? Yeah, they're all speaking Latin like they're Romans or something. Wearing togas and stuff? Yeah, mm-hmm. form of dress is old. Like You notice right off the bat, there's a lot of heavy imagery in this whole episode. Mm. Like it, It's kind of like it's kind of too much for me. Like They kind of bang. It's very heavy-handed. Yeah. yeah. Like there's white and there's black. There's dark and there's light. There's good and there's bad. There's, there's light and there's water. Yeah, you know, the two opposite things. Yeah. There's blonde and there's brunette. Yeah. <laughs> there's... His twin brothers, and one is a, a young blonde man, and the other is a, a a gray-haired, bearded old guy. Eventually, eventually. So we meet this mother who gives birth to these twins, and like her name is Claudia, right? Yes, like, maybe. So she has the name Claudia, but she gets killed off by the mother character that we see. Why did Why do you think did she's mother have a name? Mother also didn't have a name either, right? Yeah, I yeah, think so. She, she was just mother. Which is interesting because like she asked that woman what's her name and she said Claudia and then she just went like and then they just continued on with it's like what's your name Claudia oh that's a nice name I have a rock now <laughs> yeah yeah that's the sound that a head makes when it's caved in <laughs> just a nice little quick forty noise yeah people don't know this but most human brains are like fifty five percent fart yeah and, uh, and then the other fifty you thought you were so smart <laughs> yeah. it's just a bunch of farts up there yeah. I think what people don't understand that most of our mind is made up of like whoopee cushions, just old, just you know, old whoopee cushions. Yeah, that's why it's so pink. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's why they call it the pink matter. So we see these two boys growing up. They turn thirteen, and one of the boys finds a game on the beach. Like I thought that scene was kind of interesting because he finds the game and he's actually pretty stoked out to find it. He thinks this is like evidence of other people or something else other than what he's yeah, come others. to know. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, others. Like, 
for for us it would be like finding a sign of alien life exactly because we think that all that's there is here and they think all that's there is there yes yeah you know what i find interesting about the dynamic between these two brothers is you have these two brothers here one of them is a little bit more inquisitive one is more willing to question the nature of things around him or the things that he's seeing in his and you know in this in this life Hmm. while the other brother is totally content to stay you know stay subjugated or loyal to this mother figure i feel like that's like some kind of commentary on i guess the roles people choose to live one where maybe you're a little bit more you could choose to think on your own question what's been given to you and then eventually your mother's gonna slam your head into a rock yeah <laughs> so, yeah not hard enough to kill you yeah. yeah but then she's gonna fill in your hole mm-hmm. by herself so that whole yeah that, that was a lot that that came up there but before you even get there like i i yeah, like this woman, this mother character, she spends a lot of time lying to these boys. Yeah. What do you guys make of that? Is she lying the entire time, though? I mean, uh, there are obvious lies. There's no way off the island. Mm. There's no other people except for them. All men are bad. And I believe that she meant by men, other humans. I don't think that it was a, uh, a radical feminist statement. Like, I'm pretty sure that it was just like people. People are bad. Right, she's just like men are terrible, women, and then she like waves her hand a little bit. <laughs> There's some stuff that she told them, like, "Oh, you guys are never gonna have to worry about death." Maybe that was true right. if they didn't kill each other. Yeah, that's 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 foreshadowing. You know, we don't. Oh man, some heavy foreshadowing in this when uh, the two brothers were playing the game, mm. and then Smoke Monster, yeah, is just like, "Oh, you can't do that. That's against rules." And Jacob's like. Ah, oh, why do you always get to make the rules? And Smoke Monster's like, hey, maybe one day you're going to be able to get your own game and you make all the rules. And I was right. just like, oh, that was like just a hammer that they foreshadowed yeah. with. <laughs> like yeah. a sledgehammer. Like Thor's hammer. <laughs> it, it felt like... like MC hammer. <laughs> <laughs> it felt like we're here now. It seems like... um. There's a lot of stuff that we see play out in the last two episodes that we see, but a lot of it is kind of predicated on this episode. You know what I mean? Like you see the same stuff. You see the whole ritual and how to to be the island caretaker. So the mother is obviously the island caretaker at this point, right? I guess so. But what kind of she caretaking she does is. she do? She like, just she stops people from being people, man. Like she stops she stops all the yeah. What does she do? Like, well, she puts rocks to heads. Yeah. It's like if if you don't want to follow what she wants, then she's just going to have either a rock upside your head or your head upside a rock. Yeah, she's she doesn't have any problem using violence uh to to protect the island, I guess. Mm-hmm. But then there are people living there for 30 years and it's not until after they finish digging their hole to that light and then she murders her son that she's like, "Oh, now I should probably kill these people." Mhm. Yeah, yeah. What is up with that, bro? Well, maybe she thought that they were too dumb to, like, dig. Why was she okay with them staying there on the island? And how could they dig so much without her noticing? It's like, what else is she doing? She's making that tapestry, man. Somebody's got to make those. It looked like she was spending an awful lot of time just rubbing cloth against her shin. Yeah. Yeah. Also, no hair on her legs. So I don't know if that was, like, how she shaves her legs. (laughs) Or... I think that's a way. Like, I think that people used to do that 
like to get nice, smooth, naired up legs. That was the pre-nair, nair. Yeah, I think there's a weird thing where you can use strings to like cut the hairs. Like I've seen people doing it on faces and things. You know what was strange is they kept on showing like her with that that string and that tapestry. We don't understand the importance of it, or even if it is important, but they're they they spend so much time kind of showing you this tapestry that they're working on, right? What's in, you... in a show like this where everything is supposed to have meaning and import, uh, if a motif is repeated that many times, it has to have some kind of meaning. What do you think the meaning of the tapestry is? Strings. Everything is connected. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Like, I, I believe that's the general meaning for, like, weaving. Like, that, w- that was a thing in, uh, uh, what was that movie? Uh, Wanted, right? Mm. They have the oh. loom of destiny, where it's like, if someone sews your name in it, then Angelina Jolie is going to shoot you. Yeah. From around <laughs> a corner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just a nice curved up, strangely curved up bullet. So the mother tells those two boys that the, like to stay away from men. You know, they come, they fight, they destroy, they corrupt. This is her warning to them. Those two boy personalities are very different. Like one's like, I want to know more about this world. Yeah. And he goes and lives with the, uh, the people and she's. She's cool with that? Like, she's got the rules, but she doesn't enforce the rules? Also, what was up with Jacob being like, you love him better? I I did not notice any indication Ah. that she cared about either of them more, one more than the other. Or that much at all. Yeah, they, yeah, they, they had to go through some, they kind of missed the mark, I think. When I say they, I mean, like, whatever show creators or people that made this, Mm. like, seems like they missed the mark a little bit on conveying that. Like, you can kind of, you don't, because you're only, our only idea that that was happening is just that jacob says it right there's no scene where like she's giving him more like string to tapestry hey smoke monster (laughs) why don't you have more food than jacob yeah yeah. the son who i don't care about because he's more like her because he doesn't have a name i see yeah that's what it is that's what makes jacob different yeah just jacob was given a name and the mother says as much the original mother she's like i only came up with one name Mm -hmm. (laughs) because i only thought i was gonna have one kid only yeah. one of these is going to count. The other one is going to be some kind of dark shadow. Yeah. Maybe, maybe his name was like Bocash. Bocash. Why? That's Jacob backwards, right? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that took me a second. I think that the mother's relationship with these kids who she's grooming to become the protector of this island. But only one of them. But she specifically them. tells them only one of you is going to be the protector. Yeah. And that one that I'm thinking of, he's going to go live for 30 years with people and not at all get any sort of background on what it is that I'm trying to get him to do. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's like a perfect metaphor for most of the relationships in this show where they don't tell each other what they want the other person to be doing Yeah. Or why. And that's where all of the drama comes from. Yeah. And then they hit each other in the head with rocks. Yeah. Or knives, or, you know. Yeah. And they just, they don't oh, know. yeah. There, there were knives in this episode or uh, like Roman short swords i guess yeah was that was that a dagger or a gladius well it's like a big dagger or a small gladius it looked like a dagger kind of wonder um also the plot that uh smoke monster jr had to get off the island i'm just gonna call him mm-hmm. that now he's like basically a luchador in my head now <laughs> SJ. smoke monster jr that's gonna be my luchador name i think <laughs> Anyway, so Smoke Monster Jr.'s plan to get off the island is they dug a hole next to next to where the light is. Right. And he's like, we're going to 
hook this wheel, which you don't know about, Mom, because you're so old, and we're going to take the light and the water. It's like, wait, what? How do you move light with a wheel? It's only half a wheel. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's not even a done wheel. Like, I did not understand any part of his plan either, even when he was explaining his plan. Yeah, like his plan was like, we're going to hook up this wheel to a pulley system that brings in light and water, and then I'm going to be gone. How did he know that light and water would transport him off the island? Because as far as the information we got, like, we just see the mother just gives him the information saying, like, this is the light. You got to protect it. If this light goes out then the light everywhere will go out. Yeah, how did he make the connection like, oh, I'll use this light to teleport off the island? Also, in the last episode, the light goes out for a while and all the light in the world doesn't go out. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You don't know that. No. Because the thing is, uh, what really is the world that we're looking at in the last episode? Like, it's entirely possible everyone's dead. Maybe, Maybe the light doesn't immediately go out Mm. and it's just like... Well, it's never going to come back on and you're dead now. Is it like... Because maybe it wasn't just the world with the church and everything. That was a construct in uh, Jack, right? Right. Yeah, in Jack's mind. Maybe the island was also just part of Jack's mind. Because the whole show is a hallucination (laughs) that he has right before the plane crashes in the first episode. (laughs) Yeah. And a part of his hallucination is this whole backstory for these two guys and their mother. Maybe Jack got high one day in college before he read about Romulus and Remus and the founding of Rome. You don't know. That's great. There's a part that kind of like I was a little confused about. You know, it's lost. But there's a there's a scene where the little kid in black is is standing and uh, he runs into that woman, which is his actual mother. So he runs into her. She tells him what the scoop is. Did the current mother figure, the one that killed the original mother, she is a protector of the island, so I'm sure she knows how it works. Is she aware of like of dead people coming back to kind of impart their last moments or whatever the whatever truths that they have? Because like she killed that woman, right? But yeah. I don't think she anticipated her coming back to like steer the sun. The black. She seems like she was pretty shitty at protecting the island. Yeah, yeah she didn't yeah. really do a whole lot, and. If she had an idea that the mother's ghost would come back to tell these kids the truth, she would probably not leave them unsupervised for so long out in the jungle by themselves. Also, is controlling ghosts like a power that you have as a protector of the island? Like maybe ghosts are no longer part of your purview. I think we need to start keeping track of when we see ghosts, if we think that ghost is being controlled by the protector of the island, the smoke monster, or is an independent ghost. Yeah. A third party ghost? Yeah. Why would the ghost there's a lot of funky Libutarian. shit happening? On this Libutarian. <laughs> Why would the ghost be like yeah, I don't know. There's a, there's there's magnetism f- like freaking out on this island. Yeah, that's another thing. He's just like, oh, some of the metal acted strangely, so we decided to dig a hole. You see magnets, and your first thought is dig a hole. That's yeah. how you find out how they work, and then. <laughs> so is that insane clown posse's problem? They never dug a hole. <laughs> exactly. You just you gotta dig in order to get to yeah. the bottom of magnetism. Yeah, and then, then ah, you'll find, I see what you did there. You'll find the light in the water, and you turn a wheel and mix them. And it'll transport you somewhere else magically. Yeah, I gotta say, fuck that dude, right? Like, fuck <laughs> this man in black. Like, he he's he's bad at planning. He's connecting all these dots, and they all work. But like, we don't know how he's getting this information. You know what I mean? He's not doing the work. 
<laughs> he's not showing his work. It's so random. Like anybody, like it's just like somebody going, okay, well, I'm, you know, I'm going to jump up in this tree. I'm going to tie all this tapestry strings to the tree. And then once I pull on the strings and it rains, the raindrops will form and I'll be off this island. Like that's the same thing. Like, cause he has, there's no basis for them leaving the island. Not, not that we seem. Yeah. Like, it's like a Rube Goldberg machine, except the, like half of it happens like outside of where you can see and it's magic. And then something crazy happens. It's yeah. not like a Rube Goldberg machine at all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it, it's like a Rube Goldberg machine if Rube Goldberg machines were made out of magic. Yeah, yeah, and it did like it did like what it's you a Rube Goldberg was... artifact. Like you pay five uncolored mana to get it. <laughs> I guess. I guess Any we just got to accept it. I mean, you know, that's the conceit of the show. Is like there's a mystery that's yet to be found out. But at this point. You know, it's it's so convoluted. You don't even know what. How is I don't know. I, I guess I can just consider that part of the conceit because, like, where is he getting the information that this is how this light and water and all this shit works? You know? Yeah. Like if if we saw like Ghost Mom hanging out in the background, then it's like, oh, you know, maybe we uh, would think like, oh, Ghost Mom is telling him all this stuff, and that's where he's getting the information yeah. from. But we don't. We no. don't get any of that. It's it's from the smart men living in the camp. Yeah. Yes, that's yeah. what he said. They are awful people, but they're smart. <laughs> yeah. Tying it back into science versus religion, that kind of brews its head in this one too, right? Because then you see mm-hmm. the man in black who's working with these people who, had, who are also kind of like stuck on this island. We know that the island is special. So how did these people find their way to the island? Like these are, these, they're not connected to this they're not connected right. to the mother yeah. you know and jacob says uh in the last episode to jack and them that he, they all came to the island because he was he needed a candidate to be become the next jacob right so maybe uh all those people on the island their ship got wrecked specifically so that claudia would wash up on the shore for mother to uh get mm. the babies uh. and find a protector oh so those are the people the other people from the same ship that they were on i guess maybe that that's not made entirely clear yeah but i feel like that isn't like a huge a to c jump yeah okay 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 so if we're going by that logic then mother summoned this ship to the island people died some people got shipwrecked but she summoned it for the purpose of getting these two uncorrupted lives right these babies that had Mm -hmm. yet to taste life as humans and then she just so she did that for her so she could get a replacement Right? Is that what we're seeing? Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. That 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 if protectors have shipwrecked powers. Yeah. But yeah. did she know that there were gonna be two boys? Like or did she just anticipate for one baby that she was gonna train up? Because she seems kinda surprised when the mother's like, Ah, baby number two coming on down the pipe. So like she goes, Oh, there's a second baby. But does she know that there's a second baby? She should, right? She's got mystical mom powers. Maybe. I don't remember if she was surprised by it or not. If she was ready to kill the mother immediately after they were born and then raise those children as her own she should have at least came up with names for them so if she had two names ready then she would have known there was going to be two but she had zero names ready unless the one name she had ready was jacob and there's like oh it's like oh hey mind meld yeah yeah. I was totally thinking that. <laughs> now let's see what the next thing to go through your b- brain is. Oh, it's a rock. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, so Jacob seems to just be following this this whole preset path and he's kind of taking the side of of mother throughout this whole thing. Hmm. And then he gets rewarded for that, but like he also points out to her like you 
didn't really want me. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah, but he still gets the he still gets the island protectorate powers or whatever. That Again, title. I feel like that might just be Jacob's insecurity talking <laughs> because we're given no real indication that his mom would have rather had his brother as right. the protector of the island. I mean, if she thought that he was that important, wouldn't he have a fucking name? Yeah. <laughs> we have an explicit tag, right? Yeah, we do yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, if not, just censor me with like some noise. Yeah, be brain farts. Yeah. Ah, brain farts. That's why your head is full of farts. <laughs> it all comes back around. Yeah. Also, speaking of things that come back around, Jacob. His fighting technique is exactly the same. <laughs> when he's 13, is when he's like, what, 30? A bunch of yeah. right-handed haymakers. Well, not just that, but like the tackle is the same too. Yeah. Like it's not like a spear tackle. Right. It's like uh, just a shoulder. He just lowers his shoulder into your chest. Like he's like exploding through the block. I'm pretty sure that's very similar to how Jack was been has been fighting in the last couple episodes. And I think it's just because the fight coordinator on lost just knew like the one move yeah he's just like oh how 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 would you rush somebody (laughs) oh you lower your shoulder and then just explode through the block there's a guy there's a fight coordinator on set who's just like i don't i don't know how i got this job Um, i'm actually a high school football coach (laughs) yeah well i usually tell my guys to just you know just just tackle and come in with a right hook when the ref isn't looking and then uh, hit people in the head with rocks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, that's another thing. You you mentioned Jack. We we got to see him and Locke and <laughs> Kate. Kate. Yeah, yeah, all from uh, like the beginning of the thing of yeah. the show. I'm assuming that they found the bodies because they were boning on top of them or something. <laughs> they oh. were shirtless. Yeah, they were shirtless. I think there's something's happening in that. Right. Well, I mean, I'll find out in like what a year and a half. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like, were they boning or was like was Locke because Locke walks in yeah. and if they were boning it would be more awkward but Locke is just cool with it they're like he's just no I think they had just finished right <laughs> Locke comes in he's like oh look we got our own Adam and Eve yeah. I don't mind your shirts off yeah. and then mm-hmm. you guys are just standing like, oh, here oh it smells like sex in here <laughs> smells like sex and mummified corpses it's like are you guys having sex amongst these Adam and Eve bones here because this is very strange yeah, looks like you took her to the bone zone ah. Got it. Got it. There's a the the whole the episode kind of plays around with the idea of free will and choice and not having a choice and having choice. Like, Isn't that um, like a show theme? Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. yeah, it does it does come up like almost every single episode like but it's at almost, least at the end of the show. <laughs> yeah. But then like they put so many of these mystery boxes and they build them into the show and it's just kind of baked in baked basically, but all these baked in myster- mysteries and everything. It seems kind of I don't know. It, it kind of loses its because you're just like, you know, so what do you choose? And then you just go, I choose this. And then he goes like, are you sure? Like, yeah. And then like, you have to go with the consequences of those choices, but they don't explain to you what the consequences of either right. choice would be. So you're still kind of fumbling around in the dark. Like, do you really want to be the protector of this island? You know? Yeah, I think a, a big thing that we're seeing here in the sixth season is that they're kind of explaining things that have happened all these weird mysteries and stuff that have happened throughout the show like oh we're gonna explain how these bodies that they found earlier when they were boning are from and then a bunch of other things that the explanations aren't that good and it's for something that didn't make a lot of sense to begin with i feel like they probably 
they just went that direction because they didn't want to do like obvious stuff or it's mm. just it's like yeah like if you thought this was the future bones or like kate and jack were boning on the bones of themselves that died in the future and then got buried in the past or some weird thing you know I, mean? I think i would have much rather have seen that episode <laughs> <laughs> like future kate and future jack just being like, oh, we're trapped in a cave. Let's have some sex now. Oh, stick these rocks in our pockets. I'll take this black one and this white one. Put them mm-hmm. in a pouch. Because this is symbolic of something. <laughs> yeah, you guys will figure it out. Did you guys figure out at all how that game works that they were playing with those rocks? No. What the I, fuck was up with that? I think that uh, the the stuff that they were shaking and throwing mm. at the beginning were supposed to be like dice. Right. Except it wasn't like square dice. It's like the uh, more cylindrical looking ones mm. where it's just like kind of in a shape where it uh, will stop on a mm. certain number. And I think that they were shaking that and they were throwing it. And based on what the sticks were saying, that's how many jumps they could make. Oh, oh, that's actually pretty. Yeah, that, that makes seems, sense. Yeah, that seems like I that Swix, makes sense. It was like, I can tell if they're they're moving There's the rocks on top of other rocks or in the spaces between. It seemed like they were just... Randomly. It looked like they were jumping over them, like in checkers, uh, but I could be wrong. They didn't yeah. name the game either. Oh. Yeah. They're not good at naming things. Yeah, they just, they, they're good at coming up with questions for these things. Like, what is this game? It, and that's, that's why there's so many mysteries in the show, is because there aren't names for the things that are going on. <laughs> Let that be a lesson to you, improvisers. <laughs> Use names. Uh, Use great. names. Don't ask so many questions. <laughs> or you get lost. Mm-hmm. Ah. Beautiful piece of Americana, but also very frustrating as well. That that whole game thing, that's another, another kind of on-the-nose thing, you know what I mean? Because you see this game being played out between the smoke monster and, and Jacob. And that's not unlike, like, they, they've been doing this since they were kids, you know, mm. this whole game thing. And it's not unlike what's happening in the current timeline where you could see their moves being made behind the scenes, some of them on Jacob's part, some of them on the nameless man's part, but it's all to fit their own ends. The men in black wants to leave the island. Jacob wants to protect the light. And I don't know why those are mutually exclusive. Yeah. It seems like the, the, the smoke monster just gives jacob a whole bunch of grief and problems and it'd just be easier if he was just not there yeah so why didn't why wouldn't jacob or the mother well i guess the mother had her own she had a different set of reasons she didn't want him to leave but he didn't want the job so why would you kill him like just all right peace out mommy loves you i'll set you here in italy or something like that she doesn't do any of that she doesn't you know which kind of proves i think it proves false to the the love the mother had like for these these two children the love is contingent on them being a part of her designs, her right. plans. But if they're not part of her plans, then they're expendable. They can be dealt a death blow, yeah. and that's fine. That's how love works. Yeah, yeah. It's an allegory for love. Gardening, too. <laughs> <laughs> it so, seems almost like that's like the writers have like really strict parents. You know what I mean? Like, hmm. son, I want you to go and become a doctor. And, ah, but I want to like be a writer. And like, you can only be a doctor. Or daddy's going to slam your head against this wall, and you're not my seed anymore. <laughs> There's a part where <laughs> I kind of I was kind of laughing into myself. Mm. The man in black is having a, uh, a an explosive argument with mother, and um, he says, "I'm gonna get this wheel going. I'm special." <laughs> like, what was you guys make of that? Because like he pretty much just declares, "I'm special." Yeah. Uh, Locke says that every once in a while, and it and you see people in other shows and in pop culture stuff say it, and it always feels weird and gross. <laughs> When someone declares themselves to be special. Right. It, I guess that's a part of just 
a lot of standard storytelling. Hmm. This is a little, this is a little, a few steps removed from what this discussion is. But when you're watching like um, a lot of like Japanese anime, there is always the one special person that's in it, right? Like hmm. there's this kid that has this ability that nobody has, or you can do this thing better than anybody else can. So it's it's kind of like how they did within the whole Matrix construct too. Like they built a Matrix where there's just one guy. So there's always like the special, you know, this is the one special dude that's gonna do the thing. In this case, it's the man in black declaring that he's special, but he doesn't get the ability to protect the island. He wants to leave, but he doesn't even get that from what we've seen so far. Why is he so intent on leaving? I think he's bored. <laughs> Not a whole oh. lot to do on that island. He's probably boned everyone already. He went through that village. He's like, man, I'm trying to get my rocks off here in so many more ways. But yeah, everybody's, you know, time, time for me to go and sow my royal oats yeah. off of this island. There's only one other woman on the island, it seemed like, in that group of survivors. They they were shipwrecked there. That plays later, right? The shipwrecking thing. Well, there's plane wrecking. Yeah. Okay. And we still haven't seen the sub go down yet. Yeah. yeah. So many vehicles get murked in get this show. Get wrecked. It's where they shot the sequel to uh, the Chipmunks. The the squeakle. What? what was that? Chipwrecked. I don't know. That's <laughs> that was such a long way to go for that. I apologize. We can get back on task. <laughs> I think the issue I've with been... that is that. You didn't even get the reference you were making. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm that, trying to. I'm that's trying to... how deep cut AJ goes. <laughs> AJ is that kind of hipster. I'm going. Um, I've been. I. I've, I'll be honest. I've been off the last couple of days. You guys, <laughs> my meter has not been like my weather mate has not been pointing in the right direction. That was great. There's and MSWD. Yeah, North South. West these nuts. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Those are the directions for your weather vane right now. <laughs> I I don't actually have any other notes. Yeah, yeah I kind of ran out a while ago because this was uh, frustrating but engrossing. <laughs> Even if the most engrossing part was me constantly yelling, "Why doesn't he have a name? Someone give him a name. Tell me what his name is." How did she fill up that, that hole, you think? Yeah, by herself. I, I feel like she has a bunch of powers we, ne- we don't get to see at all. Maybe, that. maybe that's uh, one of the things with the show, is that they have a protector that does all kinds of crazy stuff, but we don't see any of it. Yeah. Yeah, it's a mark of a good show when all of the interesting things happen off screen. <laughs> mm-hmm. I see. I kind of I wonder about this. So, so far, we've seen like all these island protectors, right? There's Mother, mm-hmm. Jacob, there's um, Jack. And then Hugo, uh, these are all the ones that become the protectors of the island. Like, But apparently you can kind of protect the island however you want to. Like you protect it how you feel would be best, mm. which I, I kind of wonder about. Like I, I want to, does that mean like whoever is in charge of the island, like as long as you keep the light from going out, you can just do whatever you want and set it up however you want. Have whoever come and not come and be there. Have babies be born or not born, whatever. Right. I wonder how that works. Oh, you know what? <laughs> Because Jacob and his brother were babies when they came to this island, right? Right. Do you think that has anything to do with... Oh, I guess that's for later. That's yeah, more spoiler. spoilers. So we'll, we'll pause on that. Yeah. Did they have a next on Lost or previously, previously? on this episode? No. They didn't have either, right? No, it was all just... Also, it didn't start with an eyeball. The first, yeah. first episode did not start with a, an eyeball. In Chad's run, at least. Yeah. But this was, this was definitely a, uh, a special kind of episode since it was all a flashback. 
Mm-hmm. But it wasn't a very that. special episode. Nah, a very special episode of Lost. Although, um, Although there was matricide and, and fratricide in it. <laughs> and and Jacob looks kind of special. Yeah. <laughs> like at first I thought that he looked like he might have some sort of developmental disability. He does have that look in his, his face. And then later I realized, no, I think he looks like a monkey man. <laughs> <laughs> he has this eternal... Like he has this eternal Jesus Christ sad face, you know. Like Jesus and he looks kind of surprised too. He's like this. He looks surprised. <laughs> you guys can't see Chad's face right now, but it's exactly <laughs> the way a monkey or a Jacob looks. Just think of that. But he's always looking down at his at his creations. Like I'm so sorry for the suffering that you have to endure, <laughs> but not really that sorry. When this came on air, was this the point when a lot of people that were watching said, "Like what the fuck, man." We've been we've been riding with you for six seasons. Mm. Now that you're giving us answers, this is the kind of answers you're giving us. What the fuck? Yeah, yeah, that's exactly the kind of reaction that yeah. happened. I remember people's reaction to it was like, "For real, though, you're gonna have two brothers and a mother, because and only was... one name between the three of them." Because <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is this is two weeks before the the absolute series finale. And oh, and everything's everything's coming together, and it's going to happen. And now we're going to have a whole episode just about these these kids and Jacob, but not really t- tell you much about him other than he was just kind of there. It was disappointing to learn the yeah. backstory. I think at that point, after six years, there was just yeah, that's a, a, I, I can I can imagine maybe t- in today's world you can maybe go a whole television season with keeping certain things, which you kind of want to still have mm. a payoff. You can still do like mystery box stuff, but like the whole show was centered around that, like having all these questions and then not 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 answering it so it started getting... <laughs> <laughs> is it making you guys laugh even harder that i look confused <laughs> yeah. oh you guys gotta be here for these live yeah. tapings <laughs> Maybe maybe one day you will get the chance to be here for a live tape. You absolutely will in January. I thought it was in February. It's in January. Are you recording already? Technically, yes. Oh, okay. I was just wondering because I was like, this would be a really avant-garde way to do an ad. <laughs> If the entire ad is us planning how to do the ad for Fringe Fest on January 14th. That'd be fucking fun. Like if we're just sitting here trying to discuss how we're going to try and get people to come out uh, to Fringe Festival on Saturday, uh, July 14th at 14th at uh, 730. 730 at Onking. That's our slot? 7.30? Saturday, January 14th. At 7.30. Wish I'd put the time on the website. (laughs) You wish that you had written uh, Saturday, January 14th at 7.30 at Onking Arts Center on the website? Yeah, what's up with that bro.com, our website. <clears throat> I do have a link on there to buy tickets and everything through oahufringe.com. So please visit us over at what's up with that bro.com. Please get your tickets. Come see us at the French Fest. Wait, is this the actual ad now that we're doing? I thought we were I think still we're planning. Still rehearsing. That's what AJ is going to say during the ad. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I, I honestly don't know what's going on. <laughs> like, at, at first, I was like, oh, it'd be funny if we we're pretending that we weren't making the ad yet, but we were making the ad. And now that we are making the ad, I'm not sure if we're pretending to make the ad. <laughs> it's like an episode of Lost in here. Yeah. What's up with that, bro? <laughs> Hello. 
It looks like according to uh, our very special clock. Yeah. We got plenty of time. It's like Jacob special. <laughs> the clock doesn't look that much like a monkey. No. <laughs> or look like a doting Jesus Christ. He looked like he was just doting on everybody the whole time. I'm not sure what doting is. Well, like he's like it's it's to like dote. <laughs> he's got that I will be here to help you face. Mm. I don't know if that's right. Maybe I'm just using doting wrong. I, I thought he looked dopey. <laughs> yeah, he definitely do. If I didn't know anything about Jacob's character before this and he had that look on his face, I'd be like, oh, this is like he's offering a warm extension of his hand by means of his weird face. But it, it wasn't like that. He just he just had weird face. Mm-hmm. If if I didn't know anything about the this show before I watched mm. this episode, <laughs> I would have thought that it's like, oh, he's like Forrest Gump for witches. <laughs> <laughs> you never know what you're going to get in that yeah. box of different colored pieces of or they just stones rocks yeah it was probably just like uh glass or rocks or whatever Mm. that got tumbled on the beach forever because you know how like tumbling the um tumbling stones make Mm. it smooth yeah here's another thing too that game well he finds the game on the beach right like the mother doesn't give him the game but she says i i got that game for you so some way shape or form if you want to believe that she brought that game to the kid in black she kind of instituted this dynamic between those two boys. Now they're playing this game between one another, and it kind of extends until until they're you know into the future where we're at where we're at currently, which is past any normal human lifespan basically. But these two brothers are still playing out this game after maybe decades, maybe hundreds of years, maybe a thousand years. Who knows? Yeah. What, when we're Roman times? Does anybody know in Roman times? Please send it to us at. I want to say it was in like the hundred something eighties, like Jesus not like one hundred, right? right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. Thirty three AD. So it would be like around. No, no. Uh, I thought the D is for when he died, except yeah. it doesn't stand for death. Anno Domini, I think it's like in the year of our Lord AD, right? It's like yeah, yeah it's makes... something weird like that. Yeah. So otherwise, there's there's like thirty three years there that don't have a a designator, like mm-hmm. there's. Before Christ, and then there's after his death. Yeah, and there's these thirty-three years that are see when when I was when I was little, mm. I thought um, before I knew Anno Domini, I thought it was uh, before crucifixion and mm. after death. Oh. So you only really lose out on like what is it a week? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seems about right. Speaking about the biblical imagery, like you have Jacob and his brother, and Jacob, like it's kind of like um, the first murder that happens like in the Bible. That's between those two brothers. It's mm-hmm. um very Cain and Abel. Yeah, Cain and Abel. Yeah, maybe maybe that's our name. We gotta maybe that's our Cain. <laughs> no, but Jacob's the one that killed him. I thought Cain's the one that killed Abel. Um, yeah, yeah. Cain killed Abel. So Abel would be a uh, uh, black shirt. Oh, because yeah. he got killed. Yeah, you're yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. I know between Cain and Abel, uh, Cain was really jealous because Abel was making all these sacrifices to God. Maybe somebody that's listening to this can correct me on it later, mm. but he was making sacrifices to God. But like his God found more favor in Abel's sacrifices. And that's kind of like what Jacob tells the mother character. He's like, "You love him more." Like you know, so maybe it, it was like kind of a basic bible you know analogy but they didn't go as to far as like why though why does mother love black shirt more and why is god how does god decide which sacrifices are the good ones versus the less valuable ones yeah that's a good question i need to read the bible well the idea is maybe god can read hearts you know what i mean so like if abel was like giving half an apple but he was like his best half apple versus cain's like i go hunting and this is my hunting you know 
lamb, but it's the, the the butthole. Yeah, you can have the butthole of the lamb. That's the best I can give. Yeah. Yes. What? How would mother? How would the mother character be able to discern between all that? No, I have no idea what her motivations were. Yeah, yeah, we have no idea what mother's motivations really were. Like besides finding a replacement, so yeah, she. But then she know. didn't teach them how to do anything. Yeah, that's the whole show. To, to work the loom. The whole show is just. This is an analogy. This whole show is an analogy to having shitty parents that yeah. don't prepare you for exactly. life after childhood. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think it does. I was totally listening. Yeah. yeah. So like that's that that kind of tracks, right? It's just it's just it's just a show of really shitty parents, really bad parenting. Yeah. Who's the guy that did Lost? J.J. Abrams. Yeah. J.J. Yeah. Does but then have... it was like Damon Lindelof and um, Carlton Cuse. Yeah. They like they. They did all the the heavy lifting after. I think DJ Abrams was involved for a while, but towards the end, it was those two guys. I think Carlton Cuse went on to do The Strain on FX afterwards, and then Damon Lindelof did Leftovers. She still has a lot of like mystery stuff. Anyway, that's not what we're talking about. Nope. I just whacked the microphone with my glasses. <laughs> no, I was just asking about like who it was because it's like have they directed a bunch of other stuff that seems to have like parent issues. That's a good question. JJ Abrams made Alias, right? Did you guys watch that? I know. never watched Alias. Yeah. Was that? Was, did they have a same, a lot of the same stuff kind of pop up? Uh, there's a smoke monster. There's a smoke monster in Alias. Yeah, Jennifer Garner turned out to be a smoke monster in the finale. I remember that. Is that true? Yes. What? That's crazy. I never watched it, so I can't dispute what <laughs> David is saying. <laughs> this is how Trump won, you monster. <laughs> <laughs> Just keep on throwing out new pieces of data. Every 10 minutes. Yeah. And that's how we do it. Speaking uh, of every 10 minutes, we got about 10 minutes left. Yeah. <laughs> I want to do my segment where I read my uh, my Facebook friends' comments on what they thought about this episode. Uh, Donut says, let me rewatch it and I'll let you know. And he has not. So better luck next week, Donut. <laughs> and Steve Cantwell says, I think that show fucked us. First season, people guessed they were all dead in limbo, and he write, and the writers all said no. And J.J. Abrams on the Howard Stern show said that it was about Nazis. It was not about Nazis. It meandered and squandered a beautiful idea in years of my life. Generally, people have been commenting more on the show in general and not just the episode. Well, with a show that's this dense with mm. like the mythology, it's hard to really take one individual episode and right. be like, Mm, yes yeah. without watching it yeah yeah I, I feel like this show series has like a few of those episodes that people remember but i think we've gotten maybe the last the finale people re- definitely remember because people had you know bad thoughts and feelings on it i think i'll uh i'll point out like specific things from the episode to ask people about maybe that uh, works yeah Conversation. it's a little bit more specific yeah so i like that in their episode with with chad Predicting what he thinks is going to happen in the next episode. Uh, last last episode, you mentioned something about a, a sub sinking and other things that I don't remember from last yeah, week. I, yeah, I you am... were wrong. You didn't mention anything about <laughs> well these children. I am going to uh, just float my prediction on over <laughs> into the sinking sub again next episode. No. So you think next episode is going to be a sinking sub? Yeah, and uh, Asian people dying. Mm, that's a safe bet. Yeah, that's a pretty safe bet. I figure I'm just going to keep on making that my prediction until it happens. Because <laughs> I know it's going to happen. There will be sinking subs with yeah, dying folk on it. Of Asian persuasion. <laughs> <laughs> Every oh, time great. I hear someone say Asian persuasion, <laughs> I keep thinking like, that sounds like a Japanese male stripper's name. Yeah. Yeah. Asian persuasion. Ladies, put your hands together because it's Asian persuasion. Yeah.
Like he, what would his, what would his outfit be if he came out with, like, onto the stage? A samurai or a ninja? I, yeah. I see a big shoyu bottle. <laughs> Kiko man. Yeah, Kiko man. <laughs> Is that an actual like superhero? Asian persuasion? No, Kiko man. <laughs> No, that's a brand of show you. Yeah, but I, it's like their mascot, like a, a superhero. Yeah, like like Twinkie the Kid, but it's Kiko Man. It's like Kiko Ultraman. Man. Yeah, <laughs> that would be great. That yeah. is my Halloween costume for next year. Kiko Man, a man. Like, what is what is Kiko Man's whole deal? I don't know, but uh, he'll show you. Ah. <laughs> okay. Um, Follow me on Twitter at DKJ Comedy. And follow me at anieves 3 on Twitter. Uh, you can find information about all of my different social media presences uh, at my website, negative one, that's negative O-N-E dot net slash Chad. All right, and that's another podcast in the can. Was that how we were ending it? Yeah, that's how, I would love that to be our ending. Yes, it is the ending. Another Get podcast. lost! <laughs> Get lost, another, another podcast in the can. And I guess I'll toss one in there for good measure. Um, keep dancing, guys. Just keep dancing. Just keep dancing.